this is a job and it is my business and I love it. I'm so passionate about it, but I'm also really aware of what I want in my life. Like I'm also very aware of, you know, who I want to be and like the other pursuits that I, I want. Like I want to read more. Like why would I want to spend more time editing when I'm like dying and then I can't read? I'm like, then that sucks. So I think we just have to be aware of it. And then once we figure out the design, build the boundaries to create that. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to For Creativity's Sake. I'm your host, Jasmine Q. I'm a filmmaker and photographer, and today's guest is a good friend of mine, Matthew Gatozzi. Matt is a creative entrepreneur and the founder of Gatozzi Collective, a social media agency and content studio here in Austin, Texas. I absolutely loved the conversation we had on this episode. We ended up talking a lot about creating boundaries for yourself, finding your focus and giving yourself time in the day to rest in order to not only work more efficiently and creatively, but to also just live the life that you actually want to live and not the life that you think you have to live. Matt has a ton of good things to say on this episode and a lot of good reminders that I think we all need to hear. So stick around and let's get it started. Alrighty, everyone, welcome to another episode of For Creativity's Sake. I'm your host, Jasmine Q. And today's episode, we have my friend, Matt. How are you doing, Matt? I'm great. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I, I, I really wanted you to be on the podcast because not only were you the first person that I did meet when I moved to Austin, I feel like I forget about that sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, Matt was like the very first person <laughs> that reached out to me when I moved here. Um, but I think what's really awesome about you is how just like John, who was on the podcast two episodes yep. ago, you are very welcoming and friendly and open. And it was really cool to meet you because you're also a person who does video and photo. So given that, what would you, this is what I always ask people, like when they first come on, like, what would you give yourself, if you were to give yourself a title, like, would you say you're a videographer and photographer or would you give yourself a different title completely? Oh, um, I think that I am a videographer and photographer now, mm -hmm. but I don't think that's where I always want to be. Yeah. Because I, I see this, the camera as a tool. And okay. I feel like it's going to unlock, it's my tool. Everybody has yeah. different tools and different skills. Mm -hmm. And I think we can use them to unlock different opportunities for our future. And, you know, am I somebody that wants to be behind a camera and editing and grinding that out like 10 years from now? No, I don't. But I know that this is what I have right now. And this is what's going to take me to being able to build businesses and kind of just bring other opportunities for me to um just explore life i think life there's so yeah. many interesting things i like struggle with that as a creative yeah. so i want to just kind of focus on this now but then as that starts to progress be able to go after doing different things nice so do you know what kind of different things you would want to be able to do like what's you know so you're saying that you use video and photo as a tool and I know you use it as a tool to kind of build businesses. Did you have like a specific trajectory in mind that you're like, I want to do this specific thing? Mm, I feel like I've been stumbling the last two years. Like I, I think recently I've been saying this, like I feel like I've been stumbling the last two years trying to figure out what I'm going to do. Because before I was doing this, I actually was a professional dancer and that's, like what I trained my whole life to be. Yeah. And that's what brought me here to Austin was being a professional ballet dancer. But after being injured, my, I injured my back. And because of that, like I, my trajectory was to be a dancer and like to yeah. do that for my life and like whatever that came out to be, whether that to be choreograph or to teach, but that drastically changed very quickly. And so luckily I had been doing photos and videos on the side um, just to kind of share like to people what I was doing and kind of show the behind the scenes of my dancing. But dancing was my number one thing. But yeah. when that number one thing was gone, I like didn't have anything else. I had never, I didn't go to college. I didn't, I literally had nothing. And it wasn't like I planned to do that. Like I didn't plan to be injured. Yeah. And so I feel like the only thing that I had was my camera. Like my camera is like what saved me in a lot of ways. And I kind of have just been 
stumbling, I feel like, in the last two years to kind of figure out like, okay, I want to do this. And then I'm like, no, I actually don't want to do this. Right. Um, so that's a like a history to then give context to, I guess, like where I want to be going forward. I think, yeah, I want to be able to, you know, right now I think I have found a focus of consumer brands. So, you know, just dope brands that are doing great things um, for consumers, whether that be like great food products, whether that's organic or, you know, like great packaging, just like cool brands doing great things and like wanting to create content for them. Um, but where I would love to take that is like, as I'm building my own content creation studio brand for other brands, like mm -hmm. I'd love to get to a point where, you know, we're making enough money where we could actually invest in some of these brands and like actually create, you know, maybe like an accelerator for consumer brands while like working on the creative side of things and investing with them. Um, you know, I think my wife and I always have different ideas of doing different things, whether that's in real estate, whether that's, you know, uh, investing in, in like more social venture stuff. So there's a lot of different things, but again, I think you got to focus on one thing first. Like I think yeah. that's what I've realized recently is focusing on one thing and making that really, really great. And so that I can use this first company that I'm building to leverage that into building these other things. Like I can't get there. Like it sounds great, but I yeah. can't get there until I really focus on this one thing. So that's where I want to go. But I know that the photos and videos is the unique tool that I'm using to kind of build to those other places. Right. Have you read, I'm assuming you've read the book, The One Thing, right? Have, I just read The One Thing. You like, just read like, it? Not just, like within yeah. the last like month. And that yeah. actually really helped. That's more so helped me on the day-to-day -day, like yeah. life uh -huh. like stuff um, versus like overall. But I guess that's true. It does help even focusing on like your overall pursuits. Mm -hmm. um, I just think that like I have found out to stay on one pursuit because I've like feel super scattered because I'm like, right. oh, I'm going to try and do this and do a little bit of that. And I just felt like I was going really wide. And I was like, I know I need to eventually kind of like everybody says, like the riches are in the niches or like, you know, you got to find your niche and you got to yeah. like figure out like you what's your like category you want to be in, which I like am all for. But when you're first starting out, it's like where do you begin? Like that's, yeah. that was so difficult for me. So it's mm -hmm. like, it took me two years to again, figure that out because it wasn't like I left like a full-time job to do this. It was like, I kind of got kicked out in a way. Like <laughs> yeah. my body was like, Nope. Nah, and I was like, fam. all right, cool. <laughs> so like, what do I do to make like money? And that's yeah. kind of how it works. So I, it's taken me a while to, to kind of get there. So I, I think that like, you know, the one thing is great because you do need to eventually focus. Like, I think it is really great to say yes to like everything when you're first starting out right. and like getting all this like information and data to like figure out like, what do I like and what do I don't mm -hmm. like? But eventually, yeah, you do got to focus because you just can't do everything. And yeah. I know that because for dancing, like I literally just, that's all I did. I like literally didn't have a childhood. Like I danced like yeah. all the time and went to school. Like that was it. And it got me to become a professional, which is like, awesome which is crazy yeah it's actually but, a pretty cool fun fact about you that yeah you're like yeah, professional it's, it's dancer like, it's like cool because now it's like yeah. oh two, yeah a few years ago i used to be a professional dancer yeah. but like yeah it's like a crazy like that was a whole world but also that's really if i didn't have any of that i wouldn't be where i am today so it's kind of all a building block you know mm -hmm. like building blocks which also kind of encourages me that if i can do this really well it's going to build into those those next stages right. that I just, you know, said, like, you know, actually investing in other companies and actually building other companies mm -hmm. and brands and like, yeah, just doing really, I just think I want to be in a place where I can just like wake up and do things that I'm like interested in and like go down that path and right. like research and like read a bunch of things and be like, that's really cool. And then like, oh, I'm getting paid and like everything's good, you know, yeah. like that would be ideal. Okay. So that's the, that's the ideal trajectory. So yeah, it sounds like you are... Yeah, unlike some creators who are like, some creatives, they're like, oh, I want to like go off and like, I really want to be a director and I want to direct like a film and all that. It sounds like you kind of want to make more of an impact like in kind of like the social and business kind of sense of things. Is that is that kind of? Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, there's like the entrepreneur, there's the manager and yeah. then there's the technician. And this yeah. is like an idea that comes from like the book, like the E-Myth. And 
you know, I've realized like I'm very much more the entrepreneur. I'm not as much of the technician. And like Mm -hmm. before this podcast, we were talking about Sam Colder and his like crazy like editing skills that he did in this like tutorial he just came out with. And like seeing that, like it just blows my mind. I'm like, that's, that's like, (laughs) like, and I'm like, I know that's not me. Like I like, would, do I want that? Same. Like, of course, who wouldn't want to be able to edit like yeah. that? But also, like, I know that I cannot be edited. Like, he, this dude, like, right. edits eight hours. And he's like, oh, just, like, didn't even realize. Like, it's four in yeah, the morning. Yeah, he was and like, I like, pulled an all-nighter till 6 a.m. Yeah, editing and I'm like, this one wave transition. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that's, like, ridiculous. I'm like, that's not me. Like, that's right. not the, And, like, also, that's just not even the type of life that I want to live. Like, not right. even just, like, being, like, a technician. Like, mm-hmm. that's just not what I, like, want to yeah, do. right. So, like... I, I, I'm so aware of that. So like once I became aware of that, I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, stop trying to be that. Like don't right. try to be that because that's not you. Like that you know you're not that. Like you know that you are way more excited about kind of the overall reason why we need to create content in the first place. Like you love talking about marketing. You love like writing. You love mm-hmm. reading. You love all these other aspects about business and what businesses are doing. Like – I, I know that I'll be able to get there, but like I'm again just using kind of this. I also know that I I need to get there. I need to mm-hmm. build this bridge, right? right. To this, I have a gap, you know, because yeah. I didn't have education, I didn't have yeah. any of these things, and I realized that the camera could bring me there. Like it brought me in front of other entrepreneurs. I was able mm-hmm. to work with other companies. I got to mm-hmm. be inside companies, seeing how they worked, and. I realized like if I can build my own business, then that will help me get to a place where I could do this for other businesses and invest in them and actually start to, you know, own some of these businesses and Mm -hmm. really, you know, create something special for them. Um, And so, yeah, like I realized that kind of like recently, but also kind of early on so Mm -hmm. that I, I stopped focusing as much about like being this, like known as this like filmmaker, but more so as like, like this is just my tool and I'm going to use it as far as it go. But I also know that I love making videos. Like I love, I, it's fun to me, you know, is it, is it like a passion of yours? Do you think it's like a a passion of yours or do you think it's more of like a, you know what I mean? Cause like for me, I would say that like, I am passionate about video. Like I sweat that shit, you know what I mean? But that's what I respect about you. Cause like, that's (laughs) like, cause I'm like, dang, like, like whenever I see you like post things, I'm like, yo, I wish I was like, like I really look mm-hmm. up to your filmmaking skills. Like I think for me, you know, when I, f- I guess like the context of why I was doing it was like, I started was literally because like I would started watching YouTube, you know, when I was dancing and I was like, wow, like watching Casey Neistat, watching these people. And like, I was like, this was really cool. And mm-hmm. I was taking photos at the time, but not doing video. Like I, mm-hmm. I like, never you know i feel like all these filmmakers are skateboarders and stuff you know cannot <laughs> yeah, skateboard me, yeah. Like, yeah like i like legit can, i can't backflip though i can you know? i can skate on flat ground and like go like i got my penny board yeah. i used to rock it all the time but don't ask me to like try and like do a kickflip <laughs> or even an ollie can't even do yeah. that but like all those people like they like grow up like doing like you know some sort of filmmaking like that just never was me mm-hmm. i just saw youtube so all these people, I was like, they're making really cool videos. And, you know, I had a camera and I was like, why not just make that? And, like, mm-hmm. I like doing it, you know, on the side. Like, that was because I was like, I'm super focused on dancing. And I just thought, like, this would be cool to do on the side. I think it's changed when it becomes your your only thing, you know. like, mm-hmm. And I don't think enough people kind of, like, realize that. You know, like, right. we like things when we're doing it on the side because – we may hate the job that we're doing or, you know, mm-hmm. we're in a place in our life where we don't really right. enjoy. And so it's kind of this aspirational thing that we like, like love to do. Cause I used to be like that and I'm not yeah. necessarily saying that I don't like it, but I'm just saying that it's, it's, I have a different relationship with it now because it's like, it's more so I see it as a job in the sense of like, okay, like I, I'm dealing with a client and like, it's like, I want to be professional right. towards them. And like, it's not like I'm like, I'm just going to like try and like figure this out. Like I'm like, I have deadlines, you know, like it's, so it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's the, you know, when you are creating on your own, there are no deadlines. It's just mm-hmm. do whatever you want. Yeah. But when it becomes a job, it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. So I think that that has changed my relationship with it. And again, because I see it more as like, okay, this is a great business opportunity. Again, it kind of changes that. But I think that at the end of the day, 
even if I go out and like start investing with other companies and, you know, go out and do completely different things, like I think I will probably make more videos. Like right. I'll probably make my own video. Like, I'd probably love to vlog like doing yeah. that. Like, yeah. which like it doesn't, I feel like I can't do that right now because I'm like so focused on client work that I'm mm -hmm. not doing like my own work. But I feel like if I didn't have to do client work, I'd probably be like, Jeez, I need to make videos. I feel like, yeah, you would be yeah. on, I feel like, yeah, you feel like, I feel like you're the type of person who would totally have like a vlog channel yeah. and like stuff like that. I feel like, I feel like what's cool about you is that I, I know that you're, you're a type of person who doesn't mind, you don't mind being in front of the camera, right? No, I love being in front right? of the camera. Right? See, what's yeah, up? see, he's like, what's Gucci, what's Gucci? <laughs> so I think that's what's cool because I, I think a lot of creatives have this issue where they hide behind their work and yes. they hide behind the camera constantly. Yeah. And I think what's cool about you is that you're not so, so nitpicky about what you do as a creative technically, yep. but you are much more willing to like put your own personality and your own voice and your own message like in front of the camera where I feel like more creatives need to go, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like that to me is, it's funny cause that's how I started making videos. Like yeah. I, it was just me. Like <laughs> when I was first making videos, they suck, yeah. but it was so fun. Like it was yeah. so fun to make them because it was like, I felt like, you know, first of all, I was in a place in my life. I was 20, 21 years old mm -hmm. and I was living the dream. Like everybody always wants to grow up and say like, I want to get paid to do what I love. I got, I started getting paid to do what I love at 20 years old. Mm -hmm. Like that is insane. Most people will never, ever be able to say that. The fact that I get to say that I'm doing this a second time over is like a complete blessing. But like when I first started making it, like the only subject that I had was myself because I like the YouTube videos, like, but I never met anybody until I met you and John. Yeah. I had never met anybody in Austin at that point. Like that liked filmmaking, like that yeah. liked this kind of stuff. I was like, well, finally I can talk about this person I've seen on YouTube. Like <laughs> yeah. nobody gets me. Like yeah. I felt like, so all I had was to film myself. So right. I kind of got in front of the camera, like, a lot more and mm. so I became very comfortable doing that and I think that in that like I think that's also kind of inspired me to say like okay that is a strong suit of mine mm -hmm. what can I then use like for that as like a skill or as like a something I'm comfortable with yeah. a strength and be able to leverage that into other you know places and mm -hmm. I think that we all have to just be aware of like what we're comfortable doing like I don't think it's bad to want to be the technician we mm -hmm. need the technicians we need those types of people mm -hmm. not everybody can be this like entrepreneur like in right. front like no not everybody has to be that and that's okay because like those entrepreneurs can't do anything if mm -hmm. they don't have technicians doing like if they don't have people actually doing like the hard engineering work like who cares like yeah you know like it's not like elon musk is out there like banging up and like making the cars yeah. himself like he needs real technicians that do it obviously he understands the science behind it mm -hmm. but like he, he can't be all things you know yeah. and i think that we have to be okay with that but we have to be aware of where we're at and then once we're aware of that we can then make steps to say okay how can we do this how can we actually figure this out um and so I think that that's just really important for us to take time to see like where where are our strengths and how can we do that to leverage the best creative career that we can have. Right. I think that that's a super important piece of information to say because I think a lot of us, especially myself, I know that I went through this a ton where I was trying to be super skilled and talented at everything like just literally everything. I was like, I saw Sam Colder doing transitions and I was like, I want to learn how to do all those crazy transitions. I saw this person doing VFX work. I wanted to do that. I saw this person making vlogs. I wanted to be really good on camera. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, like I try. It's like, on one hand, it's like, I admire the fact that I want to kind of try new things and try all these, all these crazy endeavors. But at the same time, I think what's important to realize is to realize like, okay, like that is not going to be me. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Like, cause when I watched Sam Colder's tutorial about <laughs> how he made that crazy transition, Wait. I was like, I was like, I am so obsessed with video, but I am not that. on that level yeah. where I'm like, I'm going to stay awake for like 10 hours and figure out this crazy transition in like after effects and all this crap i was like you know sam colder i'm gonna just let you take the win yeah. on that one and just like i'm gonna stay in my lane you know oh my gosh i would rather 
build a business where I could pay somebody to do that than for <laughs> right. me to figure that out. And I think that, you know, one thing that I've realized, and I don't know, how, like, I've traveled a lot too, and I'm very blessed for that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, right after I got injured, I spent like two years, or two months, sorry, in Europe. I yeah. just like, contracted ended, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm just going to go to Europe. And, you know, I traveled by myself for two months. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, on Instagram, does that look dope? Of course. But, like, mm -hmm. you're by yourself. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we try to create these, uh, like, scenarios in our life based off of, like, what we think is cool. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've done most of them. Like, I've I've done pretty much, like, the millennial dream in, like, many facets if not all of them and like it can still leave you empty like mm -hmm. it does and so yeah. like i think that one issue that a lot of millennials gen z people out there have an issue with is we try to keep our options open for too long like we're mm -hmm. like oh i kind of want to do this i kind of want to do that i and so it's like we spend all of our 20s like keeping our options open, whether that be romantically, whether that be in our career, whether that be in side projects or things that we like, like we just like, or like, oh, like, yeah, I don't want to get a dog because I want to be able to travel or, you know, like, it's like, okay, like, that's fine. I don't have a dog and I'm probably not going to have a dog, <laughs> but it's just like, we, we make excuses to not do certain things because mm -hmm. we want to keep our options open for like the other three things that we want to do. Right. But it's like, we're never going to do any of them. Like, yeah. am I going to like... I like realistically think about it, I'm like, well, first of all, you're not going to travel during coronavirus, but even like in next year, like, yeah. should I get a dog? Like, <laughs> yeah. am I really going to be traveling that much where that's like, like gonna, a problem? Like, yeah. A problem? Like maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. And like, I, that's a funny example, but like there are other major examples that we constantly make like decisions based off of these options. And yeah. like, the more we can just decide, like, I'm not this, like, why am I like trying to be that? Like, give it up and that's mm -hmm. okay because the more you give up the more you can focus and that's where you're going to become the expert and like think about if you decided i'm going to become an expert at like specific like product photography for like these types of like you will make a ton of freaking money because yeah. like the top brands will be like this is the best yeah. versus being like oh i'm a pretty good photographer i would rather be like the best at one thing and so like only now like literally in the like last like <laughs> month like am i realizing that and yeah. like i don't sometimes when i realize things i'm like oh dang i feel like i you know maybe i'm behind but i'm like no because i needed those two years of literally working with anything that had a pulse mm -hmm. to like figure that out right. you know and now i can do that and we all have to have our we all have our journeys but we have to stop getting like keeping up with the like we have to have all these options and like do all these things like yeah we don't. have to be all these things yeah we have to do like, all these things like just focus on being great at like one like every industry there's so much money to be had in the creative world like especially now like with social media like mm -hmm. this our jobs like didn't exist like five years ago like yeah. it would be way harder to do, to what, do we're what we're doing, doing. you know and right. like it would be very corporate it would not be as cool or creative yeah. um as we have now and there's not as much demand now it's like the demand is crazy mm -hmm. and so it's a blessing to be in this time you know but like there's so many things that we can focus on and like we all literally can like make a ton of money and we're not even like sharing the same clients like that's mm -hmm. a crazy concept and so i think that when we start to figure out like what we're really good at it's like we can realize like actually like we don't need to try to be all things to like all clients like yeah. just focus and really give your heart into that because that's going to open up these other opportunities to have quote unquote other options like if i was trying to like invest and trying to start my own brand and start like my own business as like a creative and like do all four things that i really want to do in the rest of my life like mm -hmm. all right now i'd probably so, do none of them you'd like half-ass all of them yeah yeah they would, they would all suck and so yeah. i'm like let me just focus on one thing and like make that really right great. and i think that that's that's a good point too because um again all the stuff that you're saying is like i totally relate to because again i'm someone who wants to do like 
so many different things. It's like, and even now I struggle with it because I'm like, okay, I have this podcast right yep. now. I should focus on this podcast. But yeah. then another part of my brain is like, oh, wait, but then I should start a YouTube channel. And then, oh, wait, and yeah. then I should like get better at taking product photography. And then I should get better at doing this and, and this and this and this. And then, yeah, you're right. It kind of puts me at this like plateau of like, well, shit, I'm not getting better at anything and yeah. I'm not consistently growing anything. And then you feel lost and you feel stuck and you feel like, well, I don't know what to do because I'm just like doing a million different things at once. And, you know, another thing that I that I thought that was interesting about what what you posted on Instagram the other day, that's actually what I first hit you up about. That's right. Was um, when you were talking about kind of finding focus and peace, like while you were on a walk and you were kind of detaching yourself from social media and from this and from that. And you wrote in the caption that, you know, your passion had become your work. Mm -hmm. And that you needed to find boundaries so that you could kind of like come into your work with a more clear yeah. action and clarity. Um, I would love for you to like expand a little bit about that kind of boundary that you set. Because I know that a lot of creative entrepreneurs, they won't set any boundaries for yeah. their work. And they're like working on the weekends and working late at night and working this and doing yeah. this and answering client calls at all times of the day. And then they don't. And then they're lost. And then they're like, holy shit, I'm overwhelmed and I actually hate this now. Yeah. So how have you been able to find, or like what has that journey been for you? Were you overwhelmed and were you working too much? And how, how did that come about, that realization? Yeah. I'm going to bring it back to, again, like my first creative pursuit was dancing. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I grew up doing it, it was, I just loved it. Like I mm -hmm. loved dancing. It was, every, I would train insane hours. Mm -hmm. Like I trained like in high school, like, my schedule was nuts. Like, again, I didn't have a childhood. I chose that, though. Like, yeah. I chose because I loved it. I would literally get out of school, and I would train from 4 o'clock to 9 o'clock and then come home and do, like, homework. Like I, But I loved it. Yeah. And the thing was is that, again, it wasn't the only pursuit that I had. I had, I had dancing, or I had school, and I had dancing. And then, you know, as I went full-time, you know, as a job, I, I mm -hmm. left, you know, after high school, obviously, like, went and, like, pursued this to become a professional, and I did. It's very different, like, when you, like, oh, this is, like, your nine to five, like, this is, like, what you're getting paid to do, and you start thinking about it more, and so I think, uh, and then you're, like, training to, like, because I'm training my body, like, I'm, like, working out, like, cross-training, doing all this stuff outside of, like, the actual, like, rehearsals and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And so before I, you know, I've already had this, like, I, I've already had this, like, passion become your job sort of thing. So then, like, but also what helped me was that I had another creative pursuit, which was videos and photos videos and, and photos. writing on my blog and, like, just yeah. sharing about my life. That then became my life, yeah, which like, is, like, crazy. Again, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel super blessed, but it's still crazy because that's true. And so I say that because... You know, I think when you start working for yourself, like at least I had like kind of like an employer I was working with in an organization as a dancer. When you're your own person, it's like it's very different. And, you know, I think at first when I first was starting out, like I didn't have that many clients. So it was like, you know, like it was not like that big of a deal. Yeah. And, you know, you're working, you're you're just kind of getting things done and you're, you know, whatever. But I think recently, you know, with coronavirus happening, I think there was two things. One is that, you know, I kind of fell into this idea of like, oh, well, you now have more time and so you can do more things, um, which actually like thinking about that is not true. Like <laughs> you don't have more. I freaking yeah. had the same amount of work. Like I don't know why I was yeah. thinking like, oh, I'm going to have more time. Yeah. Like I literally work from home already. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't have like yeah. an hour commute every day. So yeah. that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> but two – was the fact of like there was so much uncertainty you know like mm -hmm. i at the time like i was engaged and now married but i was like planning a wedding in mm -hmm. probably the most uncertain time of the world yeah uh which do not advise that to do sucks. advise to get married <laughs> don't advise to plan a wedding during the pandemic yeah but plus that plus like this like you know like what's gonna happen to my business i had just you know, like I was trying to launch all these different initiatives. I was trying to like, you know, bring other creatives onto a team. And like we were doing logo design. We were doing bigger video productions. Like I was like 2020 was going to be the year. And it mm -hmm. ended up not in some ways because it was like, 
this pandemic happened. Yeah. And so I think where I fell short or, you know, kind of what happened over the last six months was that I started to take that stress and try to like work hard and work harder or like, you know, put myself into it to a point where I was like, I'm not actually making more results. I'm just making a lot of noise in my own life. You know, like I wasn't focused. Like I wasn't, fo I didn't know who I was reaching out to. A lot of clients like had stopped. And so then I was like, where do I go next? And so I was just trying to do things. I was like making TikTok videos. I was talking about marketing on LinkedIn. I was just like doing all these things that like mm -hmm. made me busy. But like, what's the ROI of those things? Like, am I actually getting paid to do these things? Like, am I getting a result? And so... I had to be very honest with myself. And then when I was like, it's hard because you like, it's fun to create. It's fun to write. Like who doesn't yeah. like to, I love posting on social media. I love social media. Right. But like when you realize that maybe that's not what's bringing in money, like maybe you need to change some things up. Like being honest with myself, I was like, okay, I need to like figure this out. And I also realized like, I felt like, creatively so wasted because i was just like i just need to get this next client like i just need to like go and do this video mm -hmm. and just like do 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 that i was like i don't i don't have any boundaries and you know i just felt like it was kind of bleeding into my you know first few months in marriage and so i was like i saw that and i was like i don't want five years from now for my wife to be like where are you? Like, why are you working so hard? Like, I just like realized like I need to change something. And so that is a long context answer to like where <laughs> I am now, which yeah. is like, okay, like I wake up and you know, I, the, the post you're talking about is like, I went on for a walk and I've been going out for walks in the morning. And it's the first thing that I do because it's so easy, especially now and in quarantine, where you wake up and you pop open your phone, you open up your laptop, whatever. And like for me, like m work is on social media. So the right. second I like open up Instagram, there's a DM or yeah. or on LinkedIn, there's no like somebody's messaging me. Whatever it is, it's like once I do that, I'm I've started. Whether I just put it down and then like start my morning and make coffee, like I've already activated that brain. And if I'm activating that at seven o'clock in the morning and I'm not turning that off ever, like where am I resting? You yeah. know, let alone that's every day, but let alone like what about the weeks, right? Like yeah. the whole week itself. And so I just have started to build a practice of like, look, like I do not envy these people who say like, oh, I've been grinding and working like till 4 a.m. I'm like, that's not me. Mm -hmm. Like that's not a life that I want to live. I'm not trying to like act like that's who <laughs> right. I am. And that's like straight up unhealthy. Like it's I just straight like, up I, not good for that's you. Like yeah. Not good for you. Yeah. Like I think like when you first start out creating, you think that that's really cool. Like you, yeah, like you everybody, think, yeah. everybody thinks that. I don't know what it is. I do. It's like so many, cre okay, so many creatives, like they'll, they'll be like, oh yeah, I'm chugging this fucking energy drink at like 4 a.m. Yeah. and I'm editing till yeah. dawn. And yeah. I'm like, is that, are you okay though? Yeah. Or like, it's like, we're going to wake up at 4 a.m. for the sunrise. And it's like, like every day. Every, yeah. It's like, really? Like, is that what you want to do? Like, awesome. Like. I want to stay in bed with my wife. Like that's like, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, and I think that again, it's about an awareness of like, what do you really want from your life? Like mm -hmm. actually like take stock of that. Like what's the life design that you want? And then how can you create your creative pursuit to actually emulate that? And I realized I was like, this life that I'm living right now is not what I want. Like mm -hmm. in some ways it was like, I, have the woman of my dreams like i'm able to have this freedom i have great clients i have great connections like mm -hmm. i'm there but also like on the day-to-day -day, i'm not you know and so yeah. i realized like i need to like build boundaries and so that's why starting my day with just like a walk where it's just like simple music not even music that i know like just random like spotify deep focus like playlist yeah and vibe. just like low you know all about the high vibes low <laughs> yeah. vibes all that stuff and um you know just walk and just like take in like the morning and like just let like my thoughts kind of like meditate and mm -hmm. go and then i come back start my morning and i get to work and i have been way more productive like again i think we like think like oh if we work more hours like it looks good or like we'll get all i'm like literally you act like humanly like you, human yeah, can't yeah. like work like that yeah. long like 
like let's like why do we try to act like we've right. like oh we forgot to eat lunch i'm like no i'm gonna eat lunch yeah. like i don't know why we're gonna like pretend to like not do that stuff mm -hmm. and so i'm just like i'm over that and yeah. so i've started doing it i'm way more productive i get done like before like five o'clock mm -hmm. and i get to the rest spend the rest of my, the, my day with my wife and mm -hmm. like that's amazing and like right. Once we, again, find the life that you want, whether that's to be with friends, whether that's to go out to eat more or, you know, like maybe you want to stay in, maybe you want to travel. Like I can't, you know, decide what you want for your life, but figure out how you're going to use creativity, your business, you know, your camera to, to be able to build that life for you. And again, that's kind of where it's changed from like, oh, I'm making these cool vlogs on the side, you know, as I'm dancing to like, this is a job. Mm -hmm. And it is my business and I love it. I'm so passionate about it, but I'm also really aware of what I want in my life. Like I'm also very aware of, you know, who I want to be and like the other pursuits that I, I want. Like I want to read more. Like why would I want to spend yeah. more time editing when I'm like dying and then I can't read? I'm like, then that sucks. Yeah. So I think we just have to be aware of it. And then once we figure out the design build the boundaries to create that. And mm -hmm. we all are like super different. Like yeah. again, even with like life design or like your day design to like quote unquote meditate and all that stuff, yeah. people will be like, I wake up at 5am. Like, great. Like you want to wake up at 5am, be my guest. Like yeah. I like again, like we get all like this, like competitive spirit, even on boundaries. I'm like, why? Like just figure out what you need to do yeah. and then pursue it. And there's times where like, I can't, I'm like, I'm working like maybe three hours into my work and I'm like, I actually can't think right now. Like, why am I trying to like still communicate, force, with, yeah. like force it or like communicate? Cause again, like what's like, why spend two hours staring at a screen versus going on for a 30 minute walk, taking like 10 minutes to like drink some water and like have a snack. <laughs> That's 40 minutes right now. Yeah. And then kill that edit in 30 minutes. You still save more time than you did staring at a screen staring for a screen, two hours yeah. and you hated all two hours of it yeah so once i realized that i was like bet yeah you're like right, i'm taking breaks my now. wife's yeah. like this is your third walk of the day yeah, i'm like you're like you i got it yeah <laughs> you best believe yeah. like and i'm like working way better i'm way more happy and yeah. i think that this is going to this is truly going to change like my life and like how i view my work and i I think, you know, we were talking about being in front of the camera and like what could that bring for me in my life. I think I am really passionate about creatives and I, I love, I want creatives to get paid. I want yeah. creatives to make the money that they deserve. And I think I always, growing up trying to be a dancer, you know, I always heard like, well, you're going to get a real job after or, you know, like you, you're not going to make a ton of money being an artist. Like that is now a lie. Like a big lie. Like you can make so much money doing like making dope things now and like that's so incredible that we live in a space now where so many people can actually make a full-time living being a creative the issue is is that so many of these creatives have always just done it as a side project that once they launch into it full-time they burn out and mm -hmm. because they've never built good practices of of boundaries and they've never actually been self-aware of like what they want to do beyond like making videos for a living or photos or whatever the creative, right. like they've always just been like, I really want to get paid to do this. And then mm -hmm. like they freaking get paid to do it, but they're like dying and they're like, yeah. this sucks. And so it's like, let's like, I would love to help more people like become more flexible and just more aware of the boundaries that they need in their life. Yeah. And I know that I, I mean, that's something that I learned a lot over the past year, especially because I had the same issues where I was working a ton and yep. I was like working on the weekends and I was answering client phone calls and emails and text messages like whenever the hell they popped up and I was not creating that space for myself to be like okay I am going to shut work off now and I'm going to like spend time with my girlfriend and yep. I'm going to go on a walk or I'm gonna watch tv like actually just do things that I wanted to do to decompress because you're totally right that if you're like go 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 I was like I feel like I'm just claiming to be busy but then it's like what the hell am i actually getting out of that busy time that i'm working for like 10 hours straight i'm like i'm actually probably not getting shit done right yeah. now and it's like yeah it's one of those things that you really really have to learn because i am so much happier like 
And I feel so much better in my mind and in my soul yeah. that like I now try to turn work off at five usually. Yeah. Like if I can, like work is done at five. Yeah. Like every other fucking normal human being who works a corporate job, I'm like, I'm done at five. Yeah. Like, and on the weekends now, I don't work on the weekends now. I yeah. try really hard not to book things on the weekends because yeah. I'm like, no, I'm conserving this time for myself and for my sanity and for my peace. And I think the issue that a lot of people face is like, well, I feel guilty if I'm not working when I can work because if I have the ability to work to work and the ability to put in more hours, why wouldn't I put in more hours? You know? So did you ever feel that guilt or was that something that you were just like, Oh shit, I'm starting to take walks now. Actually, I feel no <laughs> guilt at all. I'm loving this. You know, I think when you, especially like as a creative, you're, you see your output as a result. Like if I make these videos, I make money back in the sense of like, okay, you know, the more videos I make for a client or mm -hmm. clients or more clients I have, like the more money I can have. So like if I wanted to quote unquote scale my business, like I would need to have mm -hmm. more clients yeah. and then you'd have more videos and then you'd have more editing. And then like you would basically need to spend more time on those things. And like, that's unfortunately how a lot of creatives think and work because that's just kind of the nature of how things are built and like that's that's just how it is right yeah. um and so the issue with that is that you realize that there's only so much that you can do i think the other issue is that can you really truly be creative for that many hours like when you are not resting like i would say no like you can't critically think you can't figure out these problems that you have within your creative flow within you know trying to figure out maybe something in a program because that happens all the time in adobe right. premiere and you can't think straight if you don't have that rest and i think we have lost this is not just creatives this is america in general have lost the practice of rest and there's something so amazing about it and you know like my wife and i we take a sabbath from friday night to saturday and like it is more of a biblical practice but i think that when we started doing this like it is a game changer because it's like people say oh, i don't work on the weekends like even like just regular like people yeah. like in whatever industry they say oh, i don't work on the weekends but you know maybe they're checking something here or they're reading an article that would make them stimulate this type of conversation or whatever like my wife and i we literally do not talk about building a thing like we're not building businesses we're not you know building out ideas of the future and all this stuff and like yeah we might talk about some things but like we're not talking about work. We're not doing work. We're not checking email. And when you have a complete shut off and I have a, a regular weekly yeah. cadence of that, that is everything. Yeah. And so again, I think when you find the nature of how creatives work, like we want to again, think like, oh, we got to do more projects to scale. But I think that you can actually make more money when you can say like, I'm actually really focused. Like I actually, you're paying me to critically think. And so that's how you can raise your rates is not by rate, like how many projects you're taking, you're raising how you accomplish these projects. And so when you start thinking it that way, you still keep, you can still keep your time and make more money. And I think more creatives need to see it that way. Um, they're worried about raising their rates. So then they, to make more money, they try to take on more projects. And I think that like, then all those projects suffer, then, right. then their quality is suffering and then they'll never be able to raise their rates because their quality is not there. Right. But if they just focus on a few projects, do them really well and, you know, be able to create practices of rest every single day, whether that's, you know, taking walks or whatever people do or weekly, mm -hmm. um, then like from there, we'll be able to like actually create how you produce. And that is what people are really paying you for. And I think, you know, I want to get as, I tweeted this the other day, it's mm -hmm. just like, I want to get as good at resting as I do working because they, wow. they come, they're together. It's like yeah. yin and yang. It's like, how can you, you never work well when you come in tired, like ever. Like when are you like, oh frick, I'm tired. Now I got to go edit. Yeah. Like you suck. <laughs> yeah. Like you never want to do that. Like, but if you come in rested, you're like, let's yeah, like, want to kill it. Oh yeah. And then maybe you can do it eight, eight hours like Sam yeah. Coulter. Like, I don't know, maybe yeah. that's his deal. Like, but I think that that's 
really important. That's something I want to actually start focusing on and encourage a lot of other creatives to do that because there's money to be had and you guys all can get that money, but it's all about the execution. And if you're tired, you're not going to execute well. Mm -hmm. And that's what clients want. They want people that they can trust that know is going to be on top of it. If you keep boundaries, you'll be able to execute well and you'll be able to really build your business. Yeah, I think. Damn, there are so many golden nuggets there because it's like, <laughs> holy shit, like, no, it's so true, though. And it's it, exactly what you're saying, that that we always feel the need that more output is needed in order to make more money. Yeah. And I know that we even talk about it in this office, like with CJ and stuff like that. It's like you have to kind of maximize your output in a way. So that doesn't mean doing more. That just means doing what you're doing like more efficiently yep. and with more rest. And I think that that is so freaking important because you're totally right that the more projects you take on and you think that like you're making all this money, but you know, you're not going to be making good money in the long run. If like you're completely burnt out and you're yeah. like, Oh shit, I can't even like, I don't even want to do this project right now. Or like, I'm going to half ass it now because like I'm half asleep and it's like yeah. due tomorrow or something like that. <laughs> so I, I mean, talk a little bit more about your your Friday to Saturday thing. Is it like no technology? Like, you know, it, you know do it's not it's not like a no technology, yeah. but I would definitely say it's a there's two things. I mean, I we really do not try to like be online. I think for me, that's harder. Like really? my wife, like does not care about social media. It's yeah. so funny, which is I love her about this. And I think that helps me in terms of like being able to like stay sane in my creative flow of things because she's like, she's like pulls no. me out of it, right? <laughs> yeah. And that's helpful. But for me, I need to be offline more. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's not that it's like no technology at all, but for the most part, we're really trying to be, we should all try to be present at all times of the day. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, we get it. But yeah. like really, <laughs> truly, we try to be present, mm -hmm. you know, in our time on Sabbath, um, you know, and we do things that really fill us up. Like for both of us, we love to read. So we will read for multiple hours. We'll tend to go to coffee shops and go and mm -hmm. read. Um, you know, it's, it's a day to be able to play and like be creative in our own way, whether that's just to go out, like it's really to fill us up it's mm -hmm. and and i think a lot, again a lot of people look at it in actions based but it's a mindset it's like it's the mindset that i'm resting not mm -hmm. like that i'm not like i'm locking my phone away or that like we're not on our computer or something like that it's the mindset of like because like if you are just focused on the actions you're gripping your way through it you're like oh man like you're i, like, I want to like, wait till i get on yeah, my phone again my yeah. phone. like it's like that's not resting like you're not doing it right it's about like how can i change my focus of my mind to mm -hmm. other things in the world like work really hard during the week kill it crush it like be ambitious like go after your dreams do all those things mm -hmm. but when it hits Friday, like Friday night, you know, and on Saturday, like focus elsewhere. Like you don't have to focus on work. Give yourself that time because then when you come back around, like I've learned so much. Like I've been able to focus on like more of my spiritual life or focus on other books and other things that fill me up so right. that I can then take that and execute on the work that much better. And I think that um, that's been a huge help. I think when you look at so many Americans, especially especially during quarantine, like they literally did not know what to do themselves because it was like they like live their whole life around work. And so then they're stuck at home. And it's just mm -hmm. like, I think it opened up my eyes to be like, oh, like I don't want that to happen to me. Like I don't want work to be everything. I want work to be a tool to provide me with the experiences that I really mm -hmm. want to have in my life, yeah. but I don't want it to be everything. And I realize that we have a major resting problem in the <laughs> yeah. West, in the Western world. So <laughs> yeah. trying to change that in my own life and hopefully other people will. I'm sure they will. That. I'm sure after they hear this, they'll be like, damn, yo, I really do <laughs> got to rest. Cause like it's, it's so, such a problem that we all have. And it's like, if you're an entrepreneur and if you're creative, especially because we can get tied up in totally. like all the tools that most creatives use to create. Like a lot of them are on our computers. Yep. Like a lot of us are using like Adobe suite to like yeah. do everything that we do. 
Um, whereas I feel like maybe other creatives that have other outlets, like maybe music or painting, maybe that's a better way to like get out of that. But I know for us who do like video and photo and like all this online stuff, it's like still we're like attached to a screen and we're like just sitting and we're not moving and we're in weird positions. And it's like, yeah, you really do need to have that, that genuine real rest time in order to maximize yeah the the things that you do during the week because yeah then you're not going to get shit done during the week and it's not going to be good and you're yeah. going to be like holy shit i feel lost yeah so. and i mean even like even if you look at other industries like music for example like it's not like they're in there writing music and recording it every day like yeah. people will say like oh well they don't have to do that because they're rich no they're they're doing that because they won't make great songs. They'll make a lot of songs, yeah. but they won't make great songs. Like, mm -hmm. th what's the point of, like, creating all these songs about quote-unquote life if they're not experiencing life? Like, they need to go out and experience it and, like, live their life. Live but when they are in that studio, they're grinding. Like, mm -hmm. they're, like, that makes sense that they're up there <laughs> right. to, like, 4 a.m. or whatever. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want to live that life, but, like, for them that's that's mm -hmm. how it works because they aren't you know creating every mm -hmm. single day specifically but then once they're ready they've built all these life experiences yeah. they've been in the studio they just go they're in this flow state where they're like just you know putting out verses and yeah. like collaborating and like that's such an exciting thing but there is still like rest you know yeah. and uh like just any of the greatest people like i think that are so successful understand that like right. they build their life to own their time and if you have the opportunity to have your own business or whatever the first thing most people the reason why most people talk about like starting is because yeah. they want their own time they want yeah. their own schedule yeah. but then they screw it up as have i yeah because they're like <laughs> oh, i've got my own schedule i'll just do this and then you just work random hours you work random gigs you're just doing all this stuff and you you've never actually built like a a, a structure around it and mm -hmm. so like own your time and i think like it's scary at first i think the original question is like do you feel guilty I think at first when you start, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, like, should I? Like, but I would just say, try it. Yeah. Like, when you try it, you'll, you'll see, like, good. you'll be like, oh, like, this guy was actually yeah. saying something. And, like, again, like, figure out what works for you. Like, right. you know, if you're into rock climbing, like, go do rock climbing. You yeah. know, if you're into whatever that you feel like you can rest, mm -hmm. like, I live by the trail on the water. Like, that's the easiest thing for me, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, if you want to go out for a bike ride, whatever. But, like, do something to unplug or if yeah. you know like you're hitting a, a like an artistic creative block mm -hmm. like take a step back maybe it's writing in a journal sometimes it's writing pen and paper to like mm -hmm. get my thoughts on paper but like that's to me is resting because it's not me trying to like problem solve on the computer figure right. this out it's like let me actually take a step back and actually think what yeah. i'm trying to accomplish that can be very micro on mm -hmm. a like to-do list for today that can be very like macro like well this is like what i want to do for my you know career yeah. so like we always have to be able to take a step back and you know don't feel guilty and i think once you start doing it you'll realize like you're working way better way faster and you're gonna like you'll probably feel guilty that you have so much time but like <laughs> yeah that's what you started this for in the first place was to have this i know and that's and that's exactly like i remember when i first started taking breaks or when I first started being like hey I need to rest like and actually taking those rests I felt super guilty I was like I was like oh but I feel like I could be using this time to like do this so that I can make more money but right. then it's like then I'm just like a stressed out ball of like energy yeah. that hasn't that's still not accomplishing shit I was not accomplishing <laughs> anything else so I had to just work through that guilt and the more that I made resting a habit, it's literally just about making it a habit. Like now I have the habit that I don't work on the weekends or I do try to stop work at five or yeah. I do try to take breaks. If I feel like I've worked a ton, I'll be like, hey, I'll call up a friend and I'll be like, hey, like I really want to go out for breakfast right now and just have a relaxing morning and not feeling guilty about the fact that I took the morning off because yeah. I feel like a, sometimes I feel guilty because I know the rest of the corporate world is working like, so if I want to take them like a Wednesday morning to like go out to breakfast with a friend, like some, somewhere in my head, I'll be like, well, I feel guilty because I know like my girlfriend's working right now. Like my other corporate friends are working right now because it's the middle of the work week. But then I have to say to myself, like, okay, well, if I did this X amount of work, like 
I deserve a break because everyone else that works a corporate job, they get to have the liberty to come home at 5 p.m. and like shut their brain off from work. Like, why the hell am I not allowed to? Like, we're just telling ourselves that we're not allowed to and then burning ourselves out. So I think it just takes making it a habit to not feel the guilt anymore because I definitely have felt guilty and I definitely sometimes still do feel guilty, but I've learned to kind of snap that off and be like, no, listen, like if I need this break, like I need to listen to myself and and be like, I need this break. So I think that that's very, very important. But to, to kind of, you know, kind of wrap this conversation up a bit, I guess the last thing that I do want to ask you is what has been the hardest part for you? Let's, let's say in the last, like, Let's 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 Ooh. say COVID era since COVID that's era. been really hard for a lot of people. Like, what has been the hardest thing? Because mm. it sounds like you you have done a really good job of like being able to pivot and being okay with change and being okay with learning how to take breaks. Has there been any really really hard stuff that you know you've kind of had to be like, shit, like this was really difficult and I struggled through it a lot. Yeah, I think like there was a boom in like the creative sphere, like all these companies all of a sudden want photos and videos. Yeah. And like that was also in the time of our economy was like the highest it's like ever been, yeah. you know? And I think that um what I've realized is like I I guess, you know, it's we're in a time where that might not be the case. Mm-hmm. And um I don't think that that means that we won't be able to like have that same beautiful lifestyle and and freedom that i think so many companies were giving me you know in terms of clients and things like that i don't think that's going to go away i think the hardest thing is to be able to kind of shut a lot of that out Mm -hmm. and i've been saying this this whole time it's focus you know i think i struggle with that you know i'm like oh like yeah i guess i pivoted but like how many times have I pivoted, you know? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, geez, I need to focus. And so um, I think that understanding, like, where the world is and, like, okay, that happens. But, like, just staying focused, like, just keep putting in the day-to-day actions. Keep putting in, you know, just, like, just put in the work, like, day-to-day, you know? And I think, like, I easily get overwhelmed with like, where's the world going? Where's the economy going? You know, mm-hmm. is this going to affect business and like, all this stuff? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yo, 20 years from now, the economy is going to go down again. Like yeah. it's like, it it's gonna happen. Happen. It's like history. Like yeah. it goes up and it goes down. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a natural state. Mm-hmm. And so in the same way, like I can't let the world dictate my life. Like I can't let the ups and the downs dictate me, my happiness, mm-hmm. my choices, who I am as a person and i know that i did let that i let and i still struggle with this like letting my self-worth tied up with like how many clients i have and what the money i'm making and who i am as a person and that's like not it and i think that kind of came to a head during quarantine and that's where i was like that's not the life i want i don't want to live a life where i'm overworking and not getting to hang out with my wife and i was like bump it and so it's been this last month where that's shifted and i think even though you can say like i've shifted and i like take morning walks and like that's great (laughs) yeah but at the same time like think about the years of thinking that like i have to undo or like relearn like i'm still battling internally myself and i think that just i have to be aware of that push forward stay focused and really just put in my work day in and day out. I know that what I'm building will work. Mm -hmm. I fully trust it. I fully believe in it. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of like, I've got to be patient and, and I can't let, you know, whatever the outside compare the outside world and let that dictate my inner workings, my inner decision-making. And I'm just trying to silence as much as possible so I can just, and that's why resting helps me silence that out so that I can really just focus on who I am. What do I really want to experience with my life, with my wife, and what do we want to actually build? And focusing on that. And I I guess the last two years as a creative, you know, I was focused on, yeah, like all the things we've talked about, these influencers, these bigger people, and like all this stuff. And I realized I was chasing all the stuff that didn't really fulfill me. And now recently I'm like, 
let's focus. And now it's like game on. And so to me, I'm so excited because it has been seven months of like this quarantine, (laughs) weird pandemic time where it has been hard. But now I'm in a place where I'm so excited, Mm -hmm. so excited to pursue what I'm pursuing um, and build this business and really see where it can take me in my life. Um, So hopefully this this has been really great. I'm grateful to be on Yo, it. Yeah, thank you for being on it. I appreciate you. you you've been a great on. guest because it's like, <laughs> it's like I honestly like you have so much to say. So it makes my job really easy <laughs> because like yeah, I talk too much. No, <laughs> no, it's great because it, it makes my job super easy that like you're you're so willing and ready to like talk about like all the things that you want to talk about. And you do seem like a super passionate person. Like I like to talk too, but it's great to be in like the listener seat and listen <laughs> to somebody else talk and be passionate about something which I think is really cool. And I, you know, I knew that you're going to be a great guest. That's why I was like, yo, Matt, you got to get on this podcast real quick. Yeah. But no, thank you so much for being on and for sharing your thoughts about, you know, finding your focus and, you know, all the pivots that you had to make and like your background as a dancer, I think is super cool. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing. And before I, I click, you know, stop on the recording here, I would love for you to tell people where they can find you online yeah so um i have a podcast called how to build an audience it's something that i'm very very excited about and it breaks down uh, i interview other people who have built an audience they're entrepreneurs communicators marketers just incredible people and if you're looking to figure out how you could build an audience around your brand it doesn't matter what the industry is this is the podcast for you and so it's how to build an audience you can find that on any you know podcast list plug it yeah (laughs) then you can follow me on instagram matthew gatozzi and you can find me that's like my name and you can find that linkedin twitter i'm everywhere so are you always just matthew gatozzi matthew gatozzi on everything is there like spaces in it no just matthew gatozzi and everything i'll put it i'll put it in the link and then my business is uh gatozzi collective so all you know one one word bang and uh that's it. That's I it. appreciate you guys. All right. Yeah, no, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please follow him on all his social channels. You know, <laughs> he's posting some great stuff and follow his podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate and it. we will see you guys in the next episode.